What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I'm like a toddler, and I don't handle transitions well, or at least I take a while to settle after a transition. I tend to go through an elongated period of feeling uprooted and fuss about everything until I'm in a new routine. And sometimes this is to my detriment because by the time I get settled, it's time to transition again. But regardless, I find that walk in the desert, so to speak, leaving where I'm from to a new place where I'm supposed to build and call home as a promised land, I find that uncertain period even though most familiar, in a way something I feel I'm built for, but at the same time I find it very taxing to my entire system. Now, I feel like I have an infinite capacity to hold my breath and do things I find difficult, which is why I can't help but feel like I'm built for that 40 years in a desert, but at the same time, there really is a part of me that struggles with who I am during that time and what to anchor myself to. If I was to ask you who you are, or tell you to tell me about yourself, what would come to mind? Chances are you would use most of your ego identifications, the titles, the relationship dynamics that you have built as a way to describe yourself. You are a lawyer, a doctor, a mechanic, a teacher, a salesman, an agent, some profession. You are a husband, a father of two, a mother, etc. You're a pastor, a coach, something like that in your community. Chances are that you would describe to me the things that you are presently doing that you are part of. And that is the natural answer to this question. When someone asks you about yourself, it goes automatically to what you do. Top of mind, I guess, because you're used to being asked that question and you tend to define yourself by the activities you readily partake in. So it only makes sense for you to be answering that way because it's on the tip of your tongue. Now, I believe that you tend to get Half the picture of a person, if you don't guide their answers, because you will only find out what they do and very little about what they pursue. You will end up knowing more about their current state than getting any gauge on what they are in the process of becoming. We treat people and ourselves like we are in a static state and forget that we are moving targets. So a conversation about where we are is always less important than where we are going. It's also more inclusive because... All different walks of life can have similar pursuits, spiritual or physical. While if you categorize people the other way only by what stance they currently occupy, then you run the risk of grouping people in the wrong congregations. Because, believe it or not, a PhD researcher, a neurosurgeon, and a stay-at-home mom could have more in common about what they are wanting out of life than just what their current demographics and their pockets can easily tell you, inform you to file them into. That pursuit is more of a common ground than anything else. Now, what made me think about this is frankly a justification for my own insecurities. Being someone who is in a transition period, there's very little I'm proud to talk about myself as right now in this current state, which only got me to ask myself a follow-up question. Am I only the thing that I can think about myself as in this exact moment, or am I more than what I can conjure up about myself and this exact attempt to formulate that thought. 
does it matter the place or mood that I'm in when I query my inner psyche to come up with the words to describe myself? How good is my mind at using a floodlight and shining that over a wide area instead of a flashlight, small area, when peeking through the filing cabinets of my entire history and trying to come up with a sum of who I think I am when I go to describe it to you or myself in a split second? Am I just what I can come up with? I don't think so. Because I am so many more things that I have to labor them to remember it. So many things that I do not lead with on a day-to-day basis that don't readily come to the surface because I haven't had a need for them or wanted to exercise them in a while. Am I no longer those things? Now, while I believe all skills are perishable and you must maintain the sharpness of any blade or it gets dull, rusty, or useless, I'm still asking myself, how much of my past should be allowed to meaningfully inform my current about who I think I am. And not all those things are good things. Some of those things I have to forgive myself for while still allowing for them to contribute to this larger picture of me. Maybe I would like to forget them, but should they still inform me? At the same time, some of those things are accolades and accomplishments and hard-earned merits with myself for showing up despite all odds. Should those things continue to inform me about me? Even when I feel so detached from them, even when they are not the present me, and I'm all about the present moment being above all, but how much of me do I bring to that present moment? Is it to none of me at all? Is it to all of me that is only accessible to the RAM, the three-day, the three-week, most recent biased random access memory of my mind that serves absolutely as an incomplete informant to the current emotional residence and confidence and knowing of myself? Again, if I ask you to tell me about you, who are you? Are you just who you are now? All that you do now? Or are you all that is carried across time? All that built up to today? What is the half-life of all that lasts in your psyche to inform you about you. And I know this is a tough one for me. Even simple things like being someone who has worked out for a decade and a half, because I haven't been consistent over the past month because I've had issues with my car situation and registration ever since I came to Florida. Now that I am a month removed from being a regular exerciser, somebody who's regular in the gym, am I allowed to let that inform me about who I think I am? Am I still somebody who is somebody who regularly exercises? Because now for me, I feel like I start at ground zero and have to rebuild that back into what I know about myself. And that's just something simple. I can't even begin to list the things that I have done in my entire life that my friends remind me of because they have witnessed it. And it does nothing for me to me when they remind me because I don't remember them. And they don't do nothing for my own self-confidence and my self-image. I don't even know who that person who it was doing those things. Because I'm not doing them today or over the past month. And does it even matter? Am I even those things? And I want to say yes. I want to extend my winnings and live in the glory of them as long as I possibly could. But something about my psyche limits that. And in some ways that's a good thing. But in some ways it's overuse in the extremes that I take it to. Who are you? How much do you know about yourself to be true? 
and what window of time is allowed to inform that part of your knowing of self. And I'm not even diving into potential here. What else you could know to be true about yourself that you have yet to realize? I'm simply talking about things you have actually done and places you have actually been. How integrated is that into the being that is currently present in this moment? If I ask you the question, who are you? To tell me about yourself. Do you give an answer that is satisfactory to that psyche that is across all time? Doing right by and paying just the right amount of homage to the potent things that have remained alive in you till this day? Or is all that information incomplete? I love you, family. Stay true always. I see you on the next show.